Welcome back to the Speedy Aerocast. I am your co-host, Dan Morin, and I am joined by the estranged stepfather none of you knew I had, <laughs> John Moltz. <laughs> it's the only thing that made sense, John. Sorry. Ouch. Dan, I'm disappointed in your career choices. <laughs> eh, this is basically just a lot like my actual dad. It's fine. Yeah, right. <laughs> Same. Uh, my evil brother turned mind washed. Mm, sure. I guess is also Why not? guy English. Hi, guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I am actually John Malta's real dad. Oh, whoa. <laughs> it's, it gets traveling. Time traveling yeah. dad? Yeah. Yeah, okay. actually, time traveling Legends dad. has been great. Yeah, I know. I was going to say, time traveling dad does just make me think like that was like a sitcom in the 90s that probably just sure. never caught up, ran for like six episodes. <laughs> Didn't really make it. <laughs> uh, Let's go back and find it, and we're going to do a show. That's what we're going to do. We're going to do when yeah. the yeah, show is af- over. After Arrow ends, we're going to recap we're all time, time traveling dad. dad. Who, who would it star? Um, is that like a Scott Bakula thing? No, 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 no. It's too typecast. I feel like maybe, too, yeah. maybe it was one of the uh, the Ted Danson shows, like Post Years. Oh, mm. yeah, like a crappy Post Years one. Yeah, yeah like he couldn't, good. couldn't quite get it off the ground. Yeah, that's right, a possibility. Right. Yeah. Who else? Oh, was it? Um, John Ratzenberger. Anson Williams. John Ratzenberger. <laughs> just, let's Williams just shout out names of that. Who, who is that? <laughs> yeah, that's fine. That's who is Anson possible. Williams? The from the Happy Days. Yeah. Okay. Oh. Uh, yeah. Um, I suppose that's possible. Well, Potsy, we spent right? a lot of time on a show Potsy, that we hear that, that doesn't yeah, Potsy, exist. Not, right. Malf is the other guy. Yeah. That, that's actually perfect. <laughs> Do you ever think about how weird it is that Henry Winkler played the epitome of cool and now just plays sort of nebbish... <laughs> <laughs> nerdy self-absorbed old men it's it's very strange fascinating i've seen him in a like little bit four yeah. you can do anything when you're young and handsome yeah like he's really good don't get me wrong like he's yeah. amazing at the roles that he plays now but it is funny to me that they are so miles away from the role that made him famous i think it's kind of perfect though right like the the idea of like the high school jock just frozen in time <laughs> like the like his his nerdy dweebish characters have an air to them of confidence in some way. Generally, you know yes, mean? yeah, sure. Generally, like, yes, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes he's kind of a dummy, over, but confident. Over, over confidence, though. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, exactly. It's like the Fonz the, grew the up Fonz, and got... The Fonz wasn't overconfident because he was he, he was apparently deliver. magical. <laughs> <laughs> right. He was he was a leprechaun and he didn't know it. If, uh, but the Fonz is like one of Henry Winkle's characters now, recounting stories of when he was in high school. Yeah, right. If you're just turning right. in, this is the, all, happy, the happy Arrow cast. <laughs> this, is happy. <laughs> this, is, this is a show this about the, Han- Henry Winkle's big fish stories. This That's is what the this show sh- is about. Schlemiel Schlemazel cast. <laughs> Hot some pepper incorporated. Okay, uh, we should get out of this before yeah, we, we get stuck that we actually, in this bizarre. Yeah, we may actually. Wormhole. This is kind of a. I'm kind of interested in doing this show that doesn't exist, but sure. Yeah, uh, time traveling dead. Um, yeah, let's do the job. We are here to discuss season seven, episode nineteen of Arrow, entitled Spartan. I wonder what that could be about. Uh, and I believe John Moltz Sr. has volunteered to, <laughs> to do the recap. Uh, whatever. I'm not going to get into a semantical <laughs> argument with you. I just want to clear up one thing before I start, though. Virgil is a guy we've seen before, yes, right? I <laughs> do not remember him being that Irish the first time around. But He was super Irish. He was super Irish this time. Was he? Or was that guy Speaking in, Speaking like, of leprechauns. Yeah. I don't know if that guy was Irish or if he was in some kind of Irish paint like like irish face version <laughs> of like being fugue? irish some I sort of an irish fugue he had been him up maybe he'd been possessed by a leprechaun <laughs> maybe. yeah i looked him up earlier because i was curious like oh, i feel like i've seen him in something before it turns out probably just arrow <laughs> well do you know where you've seen him he, i'm pretty sure he fell out of the bottom of a box of lucky charms <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to find out. I just, if he watched, actually I just, I just watched Irish. an episode of The Magicians tonight where they were looking for a leprechaun. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. I was trying to figure yeah. out if he is actually Irish. 
but I cannot seem to locate anything it's conclusive okay. about that. I don't, I don't know. I don't For this know. show, we don't need to know that kind Probably, of detail. Let's be yeah. honest. Probably not. Yeah. It was weird okay. that he just kept drinking Guinness all the time, too. I don't know what was up for that. <laughs> all right. You ready? Yeah. I, I raised the ever be. Okay. Are we so, ever going to do uh, the show? Let's, Virgil let's the start. Leprechaun is in an alley taking delivery of some sort of electronical thing, uh, but Oliver arrows his USB cable, which is, you know, you should not be out there in the rain like connecting devices. Anyway, Virgil's ex-League of Assassins guys fight Oliver and Diggle, uh, but he get, and he gets away, but, uh, but he leaves behind the device, which turns out to be an encrypted Argus hard drive. <gasps> Someone on the inside may be passing info to the Ninth Circle. Felicity figures out it, uh, that the drive was encrypted by the DIA for some reason. Uh, uh, and um, Diggle and Oliver go to visit General Stewart, who is none other than Ernie Hudson. Yay, Yay Ernie Hudson. Also, <laughs> yeah, General Stewart, which, as you might remember from the Elseworlds crossover, does point out that John... Diggle could have been John Stewart. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I was wondering why that was. Uh, I was that that was sort of a name drop during Elseworlds that he didn't have his ring, which we discussed mm-hmm. at the time. And I was I immediately was like General Stewart. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's 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 Dan's. Uh, uh, yeah, that's a lot Dan's more clever than I bother doing. Yeah, that's <laughs> Dan's the question. Yeah. Dan's the question is cooler than my the question. But, yeah. <laughs> I don't know about that. But anyway, yeah. okay. But, but Stewart is not forthcoming, and he has opinions on Diggle's career path because it turn, he turns out to be Diggle's stepfather. Uh, Elena thinks that she might have found a buyer for Smoke Tech and Archer, and yes, of course, it's Doctor Will Magnus. No time for that, though, because here come some more uh, League rejects, and they break in with Virgil. There's a standoff for a moment, and then some DIA dudes come out of the ceiling and shoot the League rejects. (laughs) But Virgil runs off with Felicity's tablet, which has Archer on it. Diggle is apparently the only copy of Archer. Diggle is pissed that uh, Stuart won't tell him anything, and the dr- but the drive, it turns out, has a list of special uh, operatives that are in the field. Diggle blames Stuart for his father's death during a mission that went bad years ago, and then later for being a lousy stepfather and also m- moving in on his mom too soon. R- <clears throat> Renee thinks Emiko might be redeemable, uh, the, but they go uh, find out about the assets that are in the field, and they're all accounted for but one. So Oliver, Renee, and Dinah go to rescue him, but he, it turns out he's just playing video games with <laughs> some dorks. And it's the a real mission, target, John. It's a <laughs> yeah, mission. Yeah, he says it's a mission, but he's playing video games with his friends. He was winning at um, Smash Brothers. He just did not want to stop. <laughs> <laughs> and the real target is Stuart. He and Diggle get captured, and Dante tortures Stuart for some codes that he needs, and Stuart finally gives him the codes when he starts to torture Diggle. Felicity hacks into the general's file for any information that might help, and it turns out that Diggle, uh, that what Diggle knows about the mission uh, his father died on isn't true. Stuart sort of MacGyvers his way out of the zip ties, and they use Diggle's helmet to send a message to the team who comes to the rescue. The codes were for a project to make a biological weapon that can eat through anything, I guess. With that information and Archer, uh, the bad guys can f- somehow find the people involved in the project, or they, yeah, they need the people. I don't know. They're going to get the people involved in the project. Felicity and Elena try to backtrack to Archer to find the Ninth Circle, and all, meanwhile, Oliver shows Diggle the file. <laughs> On the mission his father died on in an enveloped envelope marked classified, which I guess they have in the bunker. <laughs> and anytime they print something out that Felicity hacks, they slip into a folder that says classified. Well, they, the bought, them in, they bought a bulk set, so you can't. I guess yeah. so. It's so um, perfect. Yeah, but apparently Diggle's father died because of negligence on his part, and uh, also happened to take a couple of uh, Marines with him. Yeah, by the way, um, the sponsor for this week is John's Real Dad, who got a really horrible rap. <laughs> he did. They Didn't just he? threw that guy under the bus for no they good sure reason. Did. They don't They don't explain why. They're just like, <laughs> you know what? He sucked. I, yeah, well, yeah, we'll, we'll get there. We'll get yeah. there. Uh, they get a, a signal, and the team moves out. 
Archer uh, tips off Dante and, and Emiko that they're, they're moving in on them, and the team is planting these boosters so Felicity can take Archer back, take Archer over again. But it doesn't work because there's a firewall in place. The team gets attacked <laughs> by more uh, minor leaguers, but Stuart tells them um, where they can go to be safe, and so they make it in, and it seems like, yeah, Stuart's a good guy. Oliver is going uh, after Emiko. Felicity destroys Archer remotely, and Dante leaves with the weapon. Oliver and Emiko square off, and he tells her Dante killed her mother, but she doesn't believe him at first. Fight, fight, fight. Oliver almost wins her over, seemingly, but Dante comes back for her, and they run away. Diggle and Stuart have their moment. Elena saved some of Archer's root code, but Felicity doesn't want to sell it to Magnus. Uh, but, you know, if Elena's got a look on her face, like maybe something, there's another shooter drop there. Emiko sticks three arrows in Dante, who says that he killed her mother because she was making her weak, and that the ninth circle is her new family. She doesn't seem to like this answer and kills him. Then we go into the future, where Felicity is having trouble hacking the helmet that they got. Uh, Mia and Connor go off to find some gizmo thing, a battery that they think will help. They go to the future mall to find out uh, to find it, but it's, uh, it turns out that where they need to go is Deathstroke territory, which is a thing. Connor has a mark thingy that gets him in because... Uh, reasons and it turns out that deathstroke territory is run by none other than john jr <gasps> who we don't see in this episode but connor gets the thing and says john jr and diggle were at odds and then john jr joined deathstroke gang as an act of rebellion the gang then tries to kill him and mia but uh, they get away the doohickey manages to tell them that the helmet Use, uses Archer as some sort of daredevil spider spider sense thingy uh, that they and that there are a, mo- a lot more of them out there than just that one, and they are being readied to be deployed. And they have a plan. That's right. Yeah. And all of this and all of this has happened before. I will say. So my first uh, initial response, man, I love Ernie Hudson. <laughs> He's, yeah, he's really he's good. A, I yeah, love. I laughed out loud, even though I had <laughs> captions on because I missed a couple things at the beginning, and so I saw the joke telegraphed. I still laughed at his delivery on the way out of John. Call your mother. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that didn't. That didn't make me laugh. But yeah, he's really good in this. He just seems like he's yeah. uh, he's game. He's here. He's uh, right. he shows up. Mm-hmm. Um, I really liked him and Dig. They, that was a nice. It was you know it's been a while since we've had like a Dig centric story that didn't put him at odds with everybody else. Uh, kind of did. I mean, everybody was well, like, "Why don't you like Ernie? Ernie's awesome." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like it was, it was a little weird. It was yeah. the. It was as Oliver pointed out at one point. It was kind of just the juxtaposition of like usually Oliver's the one with daddy issues and yeah, standing yeah. apart from the group. I think like it wasn't. There was nothing acrimonious or mean about it in terms of the way they faced off or anything that felt no, like no. ridiculous. It was just sort of like, it was tension. It was Yeah, it was they were like, like, what the hell? What are you doing? Like, yeah, everybody was like, what? Like, seems like a nice guy. <laughs> yeah, everyone's muttering. this guy. Why yeah, ev- everyone's muttering like, I wish he was my dad. That's yeah. <laughs> my, my dad shot a guy on a boat. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's funny, too, in an episode where we also have a, a dad reference from Felicity, which was also pretty mm-hmm. funny, where she says, right. I'm a mad scientist. Wait, it's worse than yeah. that. Yeah. I'm my father. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. Um, that did you guys notice when was, uh, when John was just spare, uh, staring off into the distance what he was looking at? Was it a? It was just a glowing wall. Was it? Was it was it a just cage? a glowing wall. He's <laughs> <laughs> just standing in front of a wall, staring at a wall with like green lights out. Like what? There's no. <laughs> yeah, he was thinking, "Why do we have this?" <laughs> it's like what that's kind of the garage. Here? I think I don't know what it's supposed to be, but it's I it's that weird the- little area that's off of the sort of the. The we rotunda, like set. the main circle area. I think it was the garage. Like that's where they would put their. Uh, I don't know they're like multiple levels bikes. in the bunker. Also, but, I have a question about this. One, a, I, I guess the first part of that. Apparently, we let now that they're vigilantes officially, you know, sanctioned by the city. Like anybody gets to come to the bunker now because it's like city property. <laughs> Two, yeah, it's still below his former campaign headquarters. <laughs> 
house. Mm-hmm. Well, who, and who knows what's up there yeah, now? What is up there? I assume maybe they just bought the building, but I guess they don't have any money, do they? I don't know. It's probably well, Starbucks they, 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 up there. They still have smoke tech money, There's right? There's a jitters. There's, something. There's a jitters up there. There's a jitters up there. <laughs> <laughs> They just keep going to the bathroom, and they have to like get the code every time from like. <laughs> Biff is up there just managing the store. They always come down, and they have like four coffees because it's like I have to buy something, you know. <laughs> uh, anyway, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's why there's no toilet in the uh, in the little makeshift cells that they make. That's right, because they, they're, they're already in one. a bathroom. Right, they're not zoned for that. Like it's the the, the, <laughs> okay, the owner, okay. the jitter zone is ahead, like upstairs. Won't I, let them have a bathroom because otherwise it cuts down on how many coffees get bought. <laughs> I'm really glad that. So when they said, uh, so the name of the project that that uh, Stuart runs is Cygnus X1, which I just looked up because I'm like that sounds really familiar to me. It is a black hole in the constellation Cygnus. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, uh, cool. I was like, I knew I had heard that somewhere before, uh, which is, I guess, just kind of random. I guess they just thought it sounded cool. That is um, really cool. So there's. Did that. you know who Doc Magnus is? I had, I well, any name that dumb had to be a comic book character, but I'm yes. not familiar with him. Yeah. He created the Metal Man, like or uh, Robot Man from Doom Patrol. I think he had yeah, something I, to do with him. Was he just not referenced in the Wikipedia. future though? Uh, probably. I thought I he was referenced in the future as like I did not having been that. like one of the owners of the the Archer, you know, like one of the companies oh. involved in the Archer tech in the future. Oh, uh, like Galaxy was... One. Yeah, like related to Galaxy One. That's a horrible name because uh, I mean, yeah, yeah, or other actual... line of conversation often would be false. But maybe I, maybe I mixed it up with some no, other no, no, wackadoodle no, the name. Galaxy <laughs> One thing is he's saying is a terrible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Galaxy. It's just it's because it yeah, no, I, I get confused right. with Samsung all the time. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> just don't fold it. I'm exactly. Checking, I'm checking now to see if, it, if there's any. Contractually not allowed to go down that. Can't, I can't yes Thank and you. that joke, John. I can't yes and that joke. <laughs> yeah, I mean, as long as we're talking about ridiculous technology, too, the whole premise of Archer <laughs> is is one of those things that like. We hand-waved it. I feel like I was willing to let it go for a little while, but it's become more complex in terms of, like, how terrible it's going to be. So we can check anybody anywhere by their DNA. Well, as they need to turn it into more... As they need to turn it into more of a concrete thing for the MacGuffin factor of it, it... They crystallize it from being this sort of uber AI, amorphous cloud technology thing into being something that you can pick up off a desk and like abscond with. Yeah. Which is insane. And also, uh, professionally, I type programming stuff and, um, <laughs> into and computers. Make word. Yeah. I was not previously aware of the root codes. Yeah. Uh, so I did laugh at that. It's like, there's a, there are, there are many terms you could have used that are actual terms that I am like more 90% sure that somebody heard source code and they were like, you know what? You know, How about root code? John, I don't know if you caught this either, but there were two or three, uh, there were two or three super weird phrasings in this episode. Felicity in the future mentions the helmet is comprised with some some something else, and I'm like, that's not oh, the right. Oh, it's not the right yeah. preposition to use that. And then later on, right. I was like, whatever, okay, it's a little weird. And then later on, Oliver says, "He, uh, and- yeah, we need to find he and John." And it's like, yeah, guys, <laughs> come on. And then there's a one that I maybe I misheard or misread, but there's something where he finds the when they find the helmet after being tied up or something. They're like, "Tell," uh, he says something about, "Oh, it can tell us our location." What? Yeah, tell them right. you're looking. Yeah. I feel like somebody yeah. did not do a pass on the script this week because I could not believe the, the he and John thing was the worst. It was just so a that, yeah, that's very what odd. The, that really stuck out to me, and um, I thought it had to be intentional somehow. I'm like, is that is that a thing now? Is that like a way that people construct sentences that I'm not no hip to in wrong. some way? <laughs> like he and I do something. Okay, yeah, it's clearly not yeah. a Canadian yeah. thing. Yeah. <laughs> No, so, no, it's it should be him. It's, that's why we, that's why yeah. we have a diverse cast. That's why right, yeah. show. It's, yeah. uh, it's the direct object, not the. Uh, what was the name subject. of the guy? Oh, Stan Lee. Stan Lee, the Canadian Stan way of Lee. pronouncing yeah, right. Stan the, Lee, the Canadian, the Canadian serial killer. But that, but 
you know, that means that Amel read that and he's just like, okay, I'll say those words. He almost, mm-hmm. he also kind of stumbles over it too, which is why, uh, I, like, I'm fascinated because I was like, surely there was another take where they're like, really? Like, you well, want me to say yeah, this? I don't know. I don't know. It was odd. Know. It stuck out. I agree. It was, it was just yeah. a strange, sloppy piece of work. And I was like, it, I wouldn't have noticed as much of it if there weren't several instances of it in the same episode. Right. Like, one is a hiccup. Like, three is, like, yeah. a bit of a systemic failure. The uh, fight, fight, fighting was pretty great. Yeah. yeah. Agreed. Yeah, there's a, yeah, there's a, they, their arrows collide in midair. That was pretty cool. Yeah. Which I don't yeah. know if we've seen that before. So, I, I applaud anything that they can bring to the table that we have not seen after, you know. I, I knew you were going to love that shot, John. years. Because there's, like, what, four, four pawns, basically. Wait, 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 wait. Is, this, is this season six? Seven. <laughs> Seven. seven. This is season seven. I know it seems like years, it's yeah. just six, but yeah. yeah. I like when, when it's, yeah. <laughs> Feels like it's a lot more. Um, it's just Amico and like four little schmengies. And um, yeah. he just takes out, two, takes out two hours and kills two of them and then takes out two more right. and kills the other two. And it's like, that is awesome. <laughs> those, there's, a, just, there's a really quick, there's a really quick thing. Like he comes into that, that bunker. Where, uh, Someplace where I guess in the beginning where they go in and, the, and and he takes out two guys and and it happens so fast that you can't really see exactly what he does. You hear the arrow sound, but one of those guys falls yes. real hard. I wrote yeah. I wrote a and note I was about like, that. I was like, nice. That's nice. That it guy worked. really. That guy took one for the team. That that stunt guy was like, I'm gonna bring a little extra pizzazz. Yeah, to that right. Scene. Right. I am gonna fall like right on my face <laughs> and then slide. He like slid yeah. a little bit and then too. slide and like flip over. Yeah, it was pretty good. I I also yeah. noted that. Like again, like you said, when you see something new in the show, it stands out. Mm-hmm. Um, I enjoyed the fight with Emiko and and Ollie at the end since they yeah. seem very evenly matched. Um, do they? I keep. I mean, he wins every time. Yeah, but like, yeah, she puts but, up. Yeah, it's not like he wins yeah. handily. He he has to work for it. Yeah, yeah, right. He has to work for it. But I also get my my take is that he can take her in any fight. Uh, she's trying to kill him, and he's like not quite at that level <laughs> of like he's he, you know he doesn't want to mess about that much. Like he never right. tries to stab her in the leg or anything. Like there's none of those kind of moves. Happening. Not yet, anyways. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. And I kind of like I kind of like it that it isn't the same old because we I think we've had that thing before where it's like, oh, she wants to kill, or you know, the 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 bad person wants to kill him, but he doesn't want to kill them, so he's not bringing enough t- to the table, and so he has to want to kill them in order to like fight on their level. Right. No, it's not that either. He just right, right. And I, I'm that. glad that it's not that. Yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. He's gotten past, he's moved past that as a, as yeah. a, he's like confident and now and can just kind of be like, no, I'm just trying right. to neutralize you. I'm not trying to kill you. Right. Um, he, I mean, even just tossing the knife back at her is like, I'm pretty sure that he's got the confidence that like, if she picks it up and keeps going, he'll work it out, you know? Right. Exactly. Okay. I don't see him yeah. like doing that to Deathstroke in, in the battle days or, uh, Malcolm Merlin. Sure enough. Yeah. Um, Let's see. Yes, other fun, stupid technology stuff. I enjoyed the cattle <laughs> cattle prod in the helmet. That's probably that, how, probably how that works. That was my alternate sponsor. <laughs> I just I couldn't come up with a joke I good did. enough for it. It was probably a, I had Duracell or something. I didn't really know what to do with it. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I I did absolutely love, and I guess this is a thing: the sawing the zip cuffs with a shoelace that's one of the things i thought it was awesome especially just because ernie hudson was like totally sells it he's like god didn't i tell you anything about breaking out of zip cups when you were a kid he 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 explains it like he's explaining some kind of home improvement technique like you don't want to strip the screws so uh you know like constant pressure just keep moving the stuart diggle house i think your hand would come off the first but okay (laughs) sure of course. No, I'm. Just, I googled it just now, just because I'm curious, and it says that is apparently a a recognized tactic for. Oh, really? Yeah, it actually works. Yeah. Apparently, it's just a. Well, friction, I can see. I can see saw, how yeah. it might work, but I mean, I you know, I think it would take a, a heck of a lot longer than. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, they shorthanded yeah, it, which probably. is fine. Yeah, I would. Know, it was believable enough that I was, not, that I was curious. Yeah. yeah. Um. And so, kudos to the writers for. Looking up how to how to use shoelaces to saw through plastic. <laughs> yeah, right. But not anything about computers or <laughs> or even basic sentence construction. To be fair, so that's pretty, yeah. mastering the like, mastering Google to look up stuff about computers requires computer knowledge. 
That is why actually they, true. Why were yeah. they trying and I'm, to like, I'm joking. Yeah. Why was he plugging into that hard drive in an alley? <laughs> I don't, still don't quite understand. Like, look, if you don't uh, learn about hard drives, me, you brought me the thing that I wanted. I will plug into it right here in the rainy alley of Vancouver. I don't know, man. Yeah. If you don't learn about hard drives in school, you're going to learn about it on the street. That's what. Yeah. Well, that's what happens if you learn about them on the street. You find yourself in an alleyway, plugging yourself into <laughs> a strange hard drive. Yeah. Don't. Do and that. God knows what's going to happen. Don't Kids, share hard drives. Don't do this. Uh, yeah, that's just unsafe. I also like that they're like it's an Argus hard drive, and you're like, nope. It's a DIA hard drive. I get why you look confused. Like, they are very similar in that they're what? both this yeah. off-the-shelf hardware that you can easily get. Yeah, th- that doesn't make any sense. Did we ever okay, find so out what DIA not, stands for? That was for? not actually a, an Argus hard drive. It was no, a DIA. The, it was the, a, the DIA okay. is an actual makes, organization in real yes, life. Yes, the I am, intelligence agency. I am well aware asking. of that. Guy was, I was clarifying for the Canadian. Uh, <laughs> wait, which one of your alphabet soup of, like... It is. It is. How the, many? Okay. Like, look, not to like get political 16, for a bit, but how many? Organi- uh, how many intelligence organizations do you need Agents. to go? Eight, okay, whatever. Go ahead. I give up. There's like Sorry. 16 of them. The Defense Intelligence Agency is inside the DoD. Oh yes. wait, so that's like yeah. that's like MI5 as opposed to MI6. Uh, well, uh, there's not a direct mm, parallel because MI5 is more like the FBI and MI6 is more yeah. like CIA. Uh, but okay. the DIA but, is wait, specifically... But wait, military intelligence is a different thing than central intelligence. Like, these are Indeed. two different concepts. Yes, because it's yeah. intelligence that specifically feeds, like, the military and military action as opposed to sort right. of just general. Right, like troop disposition, like location yes. and, and that kind they, of stuff. Are, as and opposed they're military to, officers as opposed to civilians. I think right. DIA also hands out security clearances. That seems plausible. If I remember correctly, um, like theoretically, if you work for an agency where you have to have a security clearance, oh. they go they go around and do background checks and stuff like that in order to give you the clearance that you need. Oh, for that's interesting. Like they'll vet you. Like they are the central yeah. vetting point for all the other Agencies, I believe I so. If you're yeah, working within, well, no, I think if you're working within the um, Department of Defense. Yeah. So I believe oh, if you're working, oh, if you're working right. within, so the NSA and uh, the military services. Right. So to, just to bring this back to 80s TV, Magnum PI would have been vetted by the DIA because he was in, <laughs> he was in naval intelligence. Correct. I think so. I think Perfect. so. Perfect. <laughs> Look at that. We brought it all the way back and we got some Tom Selleck in there. This is awesome. You yeah, know, right. right. I, I, most people don't know that uh, Tom Selleck crossed over as Magnum onto Time Traveling Dad. It was a like a, like a brief <laughs> arc because they were trying to build up yeah. viewership. Well, it, yeah, it was uh, Magnum P.I. and Jessica Fletcher guest, did a guest spot on Time Traveling Dad. It was amazing. Yeah. I, well, you know, those, those synergy days where they're like, hey, well, let's throw our biggest stars at this show and like try to make it take off. Yeah. It didn't work. Yeah, it didn't totally help. Worked. But, you know. Yeah. yeah. It was a good try. I, I mean, I still remember it, so it worked on me. Sure. I know. Yeah. Uh, um. <laughs> okay. Can we talk? So, should we talk about the dad relationship? Sure. Yeah. I don't, I mean, it, okay, I uh, I appreciate parts of it, um, however, I felt like I knew exactly how it was going to play out, and it basically played out exactly how I thought it was going to play out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree, um, it's fairly paint-by-numbers, but I yeah. I think it's saved by both, like, good performances, basically, on both sides of it. Like, to me... I think that, well, I, that I think would... it's... <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> I, I, mean, I don't. Yeah, I, I so the performances I, are good. I just, th- I just think that 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 is that was a little too uh, rote. Yeah, I'll give you that. I, I think I enjoyed watching the scenes because of the the actors, but there was no surprise yeah. in it. Certainly, I was, I, I was almost expecting. Oh, there's no, there's going to be. I mean, maybe, and maybe who knows? Maybe in the next episode there'll be something else. But I, I doubt it, given the ending of this episode. No, I don't think and so. um, I'm not sure that he's going to be back. But I. Uh, it almost seemed like no, there's going to be a third shoe to drop here, and he's going to actually is going to be working for Dante or something. Yeah, I I thought there might be another twist, but they decided not to go in that direction. Clearly, mm-hmm. so yeah, it was. I mean, I guess the twist was, I guess that uh, Diggle's real dad screwed up somehow. As yeah. a loser. <laughs> Yeah, that's just that really rubbed me the wrong way. Really rubbed me the wrong yeah. way. Like, you didn't have to throw him under the bus. It could have been another reason why Ernie didn't want to tell the true story about his dad. You know? Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean that didn't like bother dad, me in the his sense dad that was like, alive or something. In, well, yeah, but like, well, in, I didn't want sense, him to be alive either. But like the no, I you know, know, but yeah, you know. I didn't mind it in the sense that I think so often there is another good excuse. Whereas in this case, I you know, yeah. I, I'm okay with the fact that it's like actually he just wasn't that great at being a marine and i just didn't wanna i didn't wanna like scar you and it backfired just wasn't that great a marine yeah Yeah. so well i mean what so it's negligence right so either like what he was fell asleep at his post or he blew himself up or had two buddies like something was weird there but uh i'm okay with that as, as an explanation but i think a lot of this episode moved too quickly for me in uh well, I shouldn't say that because, you know, count my blessings, this whole season's been pretty great, and I don't want anything yeah. to drag out over, like, a long time. But just to explore this relationship, I think that moved pretty quickly. Like, they got kidnapped and then just walked out of there in the space of minutes, and it was like, there was no reason for it, except that uh, Ernie had to give up the, the code. Yeah. That was all that yeah. happened. There, like, the utility yeah. of that scene was pretty limited and kind of pointless. Yeah, I mean, I, I think this. There's a lot that is they're trying to pack into this episode, and even though that was sort of the a plot of having him reconcile with his stepfather, um, it, it it has to do double duty because it has to tie into the overarching plot thread, right? Like you're when you're right. 19 episodes into a season, you can't necessarily do a one-off. Take a breather. Yeah, uh, it's yeah. got to be in some way sort of tied into the larger overarching plot. And mm-hmm. so they had to like balance a bunch of different, a bunch of different things there. I mean, if anything gets short shrift, I think it's there's there are two scenes I think with Dinah and Renee where they talk about Emiko, and the first mm-hmm. one's like Renee's like I think she can be redeemed, and the second one is like Nope, she's nope. she's evil. <laughs> yeah, it's like right. usually there's like a scene in the middle, like there's usually like a three scene <laughs> yeah. progression well, thing. I've, I feel like there's just... another. I feel like there there's another shooter drop, right? And I think yeah. maybe there's another. Because there's still there's still like three or four episodes. There are three episodes left. Three, but episodes like left. she doesn't care, right? Like he Dante cops to killing her mom at the end, and she cares in the sense that she kills him. But like, yeah. it doesn't seem to have changed her motivation. Yeah, I don't know. Although, what is we don't really even know what their what is motivation? What, what is their plan? <laughs> what? <laughs> what is motivation except a MacGuffin for the mind? Did, did, did you guys? I don't know if you guys are fans of the seminal 1997 action movie with Nicolas Cage and Sean Connery, The Rock. But you may have noticed. I actually they, am. I swear they, to God, I, I am. Say a fan. They, yeah. I have seen it. It's a first of all. It's a fantastic movie. It's Second an amazing all, movie. Yeah. Uh, you Can we doing that next time? Yes, absolutely. I will say again. I have seen it. They okay. reused uh, a prop from that movie, it looked like, when they go to get the bacteria, Cygnus, or whatever at the end, mm-hmm. they open the canister, the it's balls. got all the spheres, yeah, which is the VX gas from, uh, from, the, rock. from the Rock, which has... Yeah, uh, Nicholas, Tony Todd. Yeah, Nicolas Cage points out, is like, that's the like the least safe way to store it or something, I think. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And they're rolling all over the place yep. like killer, yep. like giant killer marbles. Yep. Oh god, that's yeah. an amazing movie. It's such a good movie. <laughs> yeah, I love it so much just because. Um, uh, so you know, I'm born in the UK, but I just love the idea that Sean Connery is like a washed up sixty some odd, seventy some odd year old SAS guy can come in and just take out an entire fortification full of marines. I'm like, that's awesome. The SAS is that the, awesome. the last movie he did? <laughs> No, he did something no, after no, that. No, no, he's, he's they been got in increasingly, increasingly not great. But um, well, I think he, I think that was the last movie he did as a sort of action guy before uh, moving into the old people drink a lot of wine at a house party and then sleep with each other's wives yeah, okay. and comedy uh, ensues kind of think, genre. I think you will find yeah. that Entrapment with Catherine Zeta Jones, oh. in which he plays an aging cat burglar, came after The Rock. Oh, yeah. and so did the League of Extraordinary oh Gentlemen. Oh my God! Let's not. Oh, let's, the be- yeah. let's okay. Did that, forget about that. Yeah. Uh, and of course, although I didn't like that one, I, what, I thought it was a bit of a letdown. It's, it's a terrible movie. It's a bad okay. movie. It's a okay. really yeah. bad movie. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Also, yeah. wasn't he the bad guy in the Avengers? The the Ray Fiennes, Uma Thurman. <laughs> I guess so. I never saw British that, but violin. yeah, he's in that movie. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I never I saw think it. I did see that movie, but I never. Yeah. That's two years later. Anyway. That was a long-winded anyway. way of saying I, I felt like they dug up that prop from the prop department. 
<laughs> which I enjoyed because I'm a fan of that movie. Yeah, any homage to that is great. Um, I mean, if if the entire series ends with uh, Ollie just uh, on his knees as uh, Alcatraz <laughs> the, explodes around the his, around him, <laughs> yes, perfect. Uh, Except it's the island, Ollie in like that in oh, the yeah. Argus, Ollie in the Argus uh, prison on the island as it's all exploding because they've got to destroy sure. the BX gas, right? If only Michael Bay had only made one movie and it was that movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, the Rock 2, the Al- Al- Alcatraz actually just transforms into a giant robot. So. <laughs> <laughs> Most people don't know that. Electric boogaloo. It's direct-to-video. I feel like we saw a different movie called The Rock. <laughs> <laughs> it was just about this rock. Um, yeah, we still don't know what their plan is with this crazy now bacteria thingy. Uh, which I think they said eats radiation or was designed to eat radiation. Yeah, which seems like a... Well, first of all, I don't know how you eat radiation. That's yeah, like, right, right. That's we, just I guess, I mean, so the idea is that because it can eat radiation, it can eat anything. Well, wait, no. Which you can eat radioactive material. Either, if you're eating radiation, you are a plant. That is just... <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's not it's the end of a, the world. It's just a nasturtium. It's a, it's a get, fern. They get it out. Yeah. It's just a nasturtium. It seems to be yeah. an ordinary house fern. Yeah, so I took... I t- <laughs> <laughs> Imagine that it's just it's just like a ficus. What a letdown! <laughs> yeah. This is not what we want. The MacGuffin is just a ficus. It's just dead bodies all over the place, and there's just a ficus there. Uh, and I took it to mean it, it would eat radioactive material. Or the last three episodes of this show this year turn it turn out to be a uh, little shop of horrors. <laughs> Oh. That was quite the left turn. We did not see them taking that one. Exactly. The big that bad would... is um, whatever the name Poison is. Poison Ivy. Yeah. Boom. There you go. Um, Poison Ivy. Yeah, that actually works. That that would give you a giant <laughs> plant-based villain. does it. Um, <laughs> well, I will give... Does anything? Uh, yeah, props exactly. also to uh, another line that I kind of enjoyed despite being sort of dumb, which was when uh, our Irish friend Virgil... Uh, takes a gun away from Felicity and then points it at Lena and says, "Pistol beats keyboard." Yeah, it's true. <laughs> it's true. Keyboard's not going to get you far. That I is was, pretty funny. I yeah. was not sure where they hid during that fight because, like, they come in, right. they take the tablet, and then all of a sudden they're like, well, "Aha, we're here with a gun!" <laughs> and how did how did the DIA agents yeah. drop down for the, <laughs> the ceiling? Drop ceiling of all things, too. <laughs> like, there are there are definitely more floors above that. <laughs> Do you know what I loved so much about that is I saw it. I'm like, oh, that God. makes no sense at all. No. But it's awesome. And they did it three times. Like, three guys did it. I'm like, that's great. I, I don't mean, care. They're drop ceilings. It's really easy to jump through those. Well, it's like, like, I don't know, cut a hole board. in the floor and then wait for the go like, moment they, yeah, and then just jump down to like, it. They, like, go in there, like, 18 hours beforehand and just... <laughs> The, so, uh, as, as I said previously, the fight fight fights were pretty great. The geography was really bad. Uh, the opening shot sees Ollie up on uh, whatever, some kind of crosswalk. Uh, then he jumps down, and then Diggle just walks out from like a <laughs> yeah, like a hidey hole he's hey, been sitting in. And yeah. then they, they, they corner our friendly neighborhood leprechaun, and then he whistles, <laughs> and two guys just come out from nowhere. <laughs> like, what? You guys didn't case the the environment. You didn't yeah. do any like it. Just <laughs> that's how, that's how Diggle Senior dies, man. These are like Ninth Circle guys, I guess, who yeah. are like yeah. not explained at all. They They're just seem cannon tough. fodder. They get shot no. a lot. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they get shot a lot. I oh, actually wait. kind of liked it when the uh, when the military guys drop down and just start shooting these people. I'm like, <laughs> right. Well, I guess that does <laughs> the job. These guys so. are not special. They're yeah, not, there's crappy nothing, League there's of nothing magical members. about them. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, that's like I feel like they're they're the guys who were like they had been tri- they're like the first weakers at the at the league of yeah, they washed out they it, washed yeah, out well, the league like of they washed out or like that was when the league shut down. <laughs> Go home, guys. The first two guys do pretty good because it's it's a it's a two on two fight. Yeah, they do better. Yeah, than like everybody get, else. If there was only one of them, they could probably take out the whole team. That's the thing. It's like mm-hmm. it's scaled. It's like a video game. Like it, the, the difficulty gets <laughs> the fewer, scaled according the fewer to the, there are, the better they do. Yeah. Well, the fight is always going to last about thirty seconds, forty-five seconds. So their power <laughs> scales according to whatever needs to happen. Yeah, that's uh, 
Um, I also, <laughs> I had another, this is a, a slight nerdy complaint, and maybe I'm not as well up on this as others. Well, wait, but, this is not the place for slight nerdy Yeah, sorry. Yeah. All right, I'll make a bigger one. <laughs> You're thinking of a, di- of a different podcast. Sir. I liked <laughs> that they pointed out that, um, uh, <laughs> John, uh, that, that Stuart had served as both the Commandant of the Marine Corps and the Chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff and was now running the Defense Intelligence Agency, which is, I don't, I, I mean, at best, kind of a lateral move and really probably not, like, that is a yeah, weird... It's a step down. No, that's it a is step a down. weird 100%. assortment of stuff that he has going on in his life, and they just really also, wanted to sound really impressive by it, but it's like, that is a career trajectory that does not make much sense. Yeah. Also... They don't give you like a <laughs> combat fatigues and a handgun when you've been serving on the Joint Chiefs of Staff. You, like, yeah, you don't just get to go some. be like, hey, you know what? I'm going to go check out this safe house with my son. I think, like, yeah. Right. It doesn't make any sense. Like at I, that I'm level, pretty you're, sure, I'm pretty sure that whoever's the head of the DIA does not wear, does not wear combat fatigues. No, it's I an mean, administration thing. Most of the time, but yeah, it's a, it's, yeah. You're still an active you're, you're wearing, You wear a uniform, but you're not wearing those. If, so here's the thing. If you have got to that level in any of these branches or services, uh, you would be and should be fired immediately for taking the risks that this guy takes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, 100%. if you got to that level and you're doing dumb stuff like this, it's – I I mean, I don't want to I'm, – I'm about to start comparing it to, like, levels of incompetence in, in in uh, appointed positions, but I don't want to go down that route. Let <laughs> yeah, me just yeah. say, you should be fired immediately. That's yeah. bad. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna be I'm gonna be nerdy and correct you just because I think this is hilarious. So I went to look up who the current head of the DIA is, and on his Twitter profile, which I found after looking at the uh, the DIA, uh, if the you DIA, tell me he's in combat fatigues, I'm gonna be sick. Absolutely in in fatigues. <laughs> Okay, but that's not that's not uh if you look at if you look at him on the um the dia.mil site he is not in. No, be, because I mean, I imagine you don't wear you your don't. you don't wear your full dress uniform every day. Like if you're Well, no, no, of course not. I'm not suggesting you, you wear, wear your dress uniform probably because that is fairly common even in administrative roles, but yeah. Anyways, I still agree the larger point that you should not be right <laughs> Running around with your stepson fighting ninjas is probably right out. Uh, so actually, he just retweeted some. <laughs> I, I kind of like this guy. Like the second tweet down is like him retweeting something about like how police are treating a uh, no, no black guy. Yeah. Although, anyway, I don't want to advocate this because I haven't seen it. I haven't heard the audio, so I want to be very careful about this. We don't know anything about him. You got to milkshake this guy. But I mean, he just retweeted something: bringing gay pride to Africa's last absolute monarchy. All this stuff is a year, nine months old at least, though. So yeah, yeah. Let me somebody let me pull a ripcord. Do you know how many dumb things I've said on this show? A lot. And you know what? Maybe this is the first one I want to edit. So although also also going to point out that all three of us have more followers than this guy. Oh yeah, he has thirty seven followers. I guess he is a head of an intelligence agency. Maybe you should be sneaky. Yeah, Yeah, maybe that's just uh, because it's secret. We're 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 going through the uh, we're going through the um, the Archer Tunnel. Do you think it's yeah, that's what top page? secret is these days. You you still have a public profile, but you just don't have a lot of followers. Eh, it could just be a fan page. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, okay. All right. Well, uh, <laughs> any final thoughts before we head into ritual territory? Um, not really. I I yeah. love Ernie Hudson. I think he's great. Yeah. Uh, I agree. Yeah, I liked seeing him. Yeah. Uh, you know. I, my, if I have any disappointments about it, is that he doesn't bust a single ghost. <laughs> I, you know what? I really wanted the callback. Yeah, I felt like this is the kind of show where I don't you know. do the callback. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if, I he, mean if, he, if he if he was a regular, I think then yeah. yes, oh, I would have gotten tired. Of I think, you know, the poor the poor guy is dealing. You know, he's probably like asked that every time he goes out to dinner. So yeah, it, it does get a bit much. So it's funny. Just today, I saw a tweet from him got retweeted somehow. They're doing like a, I guess it's thirtieth anniversary Ghostbusters reunion. Him and Aykroyd, I guess, are getting together. 
to do some stuff, but like the joke was, it was, you know, come bust some ghosts with us in an experimental artificial reality thing. Nice. <laughs> huh. That's weird. I, I will point out that uh, I'm just looking at his filmography, uh, that a couple of years ago, he was, a, did a voice role in one of the DC animated movies in which he voiced Lucius Fox. So DC connection there. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's cool. Anyway, he's great. I really enjoyed him. I was happy to see him. I liked that uh, they played him for a pretty happy character, yeah. and they didn't make him dour and dark, despite the fact that the story had it like a, you know, he's at odds with uh, Dig. For yeah, he's he's mostly pretty upbeat. Like, even that first scene where he's like, I can't tell you these things, he's still pretty, like, he's, he's not a happy, hard like, ass. He's just like... Yeah. Yeah, kind Dick's of, being a bit of a dick, and, you know, yeah. Ollie is trying to calm him down, but he's not. He's like, oh, he's, I guess he didn't tell you I'm his dad. Or yeah, stepdad. he's just bemused yeah. by the whole thing, I feel like. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, good for him. Uh, all right, shall we ritual this up? Go for it. Sure. Uh, John? Uh, I'm giving this a, um, uh, is it a John Jr.? or <laughs> Not the middle one. I, I don't Get know why you ask. Our rating system is very straightforward. <laughs> I know. John Jr. is the middle I'm one. I'm on this show. I just I thought the the whole thing was. I mean, I I wanted more from the whole relationship with his dad thing. Or yes, his stepdad, and I felt like it was too rote. So um, I wasn't terribly impressed with the the main thrust of this, the main part of this episode. Yeah. And it wasn't. A, I didn't hate it or anything. And I thought there were some good things about it, but it it was. It seemed like, like I I could have done without the whole thing. <laughs> All right, uh, guy. Uh, <laughs> so as soon as they go into Deathstroke territory and they mention JJ and John Junior comes up, I'm like, you know what? I'm giving this episode is it John Junior? <laughs> 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 and I, but I'm, I I actually gave it more consideration than usual because guess what? It turns out that I don't very highly considerate what I rate any of these shows. Um, <laughs> uh, but because I like I wanted to call it a John Junior, I did actually give it more thought. But yeah, I, it's a John Junior for me. It's just in the middle. It's it's fine. There's good bits. Yeah. There's some clunky writing. The um, the relationship is good. I, I think there's a framework there that makes sense, but it is compressed and extended in weird ways to make it fit upon the uh, infrastructure of the episode and where this episode had to land in the season yeah. that I don't think did it much justice. It was great to see Ernie. He's wonderful. I, I There's a lot of stuff I enjoyed about this, including some really great fight, fight, fights and some awesome arrow work. Um, but ultimately, just, you know kind of a middling episode yeah it's funny yeah. that this is the exact exemplar of why we have the john jr because john jr mentioned this episode does not appear in this episode <laughs> exactly it's still a non-entity um yeah. i think i'll probably side with you guys i'll say uh, the episode overall was a john jr i mean i think we can all agree that ernie hudson is a biff himself like yeah. personally oh yeah yeah. Say that. yeah safe yeah in fact yeah yeah i mean ernie could just be a new biff like that's oh. it, they're interchangeable oh. If if we do end up with meeting John Jr. as the leader of the Deathstrokes at some point, we may have to reevaluate our ratings. Yeah. Because I feel like that adds a connotation that we're not ready for. But then again, maybe he'll just be ineffectual, in which case we kind of nailed it. He will uh, be. That, I'm, yeah. I'm a little looking forward to seeing where that goes because they had like oh yeah we're we're brothers we have an understanding even though we don't get along and then like later on one of the death jokes is like by the way your brother wanted me to shoot you in the face yeah right so yeah why i don't know i don't know (laughs) i don't know and i didn't care which is the (laughs) ultimate john jr move yes (laughs) Uh, that's how that's how that's how john jr as deathstroke is stealthy it's like you see him you just don't care (laughs) I'm just curious who they're going to get to play him since the guy who was playing Connor played John Jr. in the previous future. <laughs> like, I'm yeah. still confused about that. Uh, oh, well. Well, we have three episodes left this season, so we will uh, got a little time to wrap some stuff up. Do we... I know we kind of ran long on the discussion of this, even though it was just a John Jr. Do we want to do a, any sort of quick sweep, or should we just sort of roll out? So I've uh, been... Yeah, I mean... Just quickly, I've been sick as a dog since, like, not this Sunday, the the, the previous Sunday. Like, flu-style 
hopped up bad sweet uh, like lost a bunch of weight <laughs> looking great by the way uh but if, just if, really sexing it up if yeah exactly if you if you love a really sweaty guy shaking from like fever who doesn't swiping right on that it's been amazing it's been for, for that I, i'm your guy anyway I've turned, swiping up is more intuitive yeah i watched a lot of superhero stuff while i was like convalescing basically i've caught up on gotham gotham i've watched the justice league versus fatal five movie i watched superman the reign of the superman uh, I watched all four currently available episodes of Doom Patrol, and I'm all caught up on Legends. Oh, and I watched some Flash. You're ahead of me. I'm actually behind. <laughs> you're you're on way some ahead of, of me. But yeah, I'm behind yeah. on a Flash, and yeah. I'm behind on a Legends. I'm a yeah. few behind on Flash. I'm one behind on Legends. I am caught um, up on because Gotham. I guess I have to wait for my son to watch it because mm. he's really yeah, into yeah. it now. <laughs> Legends is amazing. So first of all, let oh me let, with with the a caveat Bollywood that I made. So we just watched the Bollywood one. That one is really How? good. Yeah, I was going to say, with, with the caveat that I may have been having a fever dream, that Bollywood episode <laughs> was amazing. I was howling. I was just like, oh my God, they're not doing this, are they? They are doing it. They're they doing, are doing a Bollywood it, and it, number at the end of the episode. It is amazing. Yeah, a Bollywood have, number in an opposite episode that stars Jane Austen, of all things. Yeah, right. Exactly. I know. They're in. They're supposed to be in England. <laughs> they're doing this. Uh, it, was, it was... I was Beside myself. I am impressed by the, the, also the title of that episode was Seance and Sensibility, which is yeah. also, I mean, yeah. the, the, whoever writes the episode titles for that show deserves a raise. Yeah. Every, I, that is, everything about that episode is completely and utterly wonderful. I, all of it is it's just so great. good. It's, yeah, it's yeah. so, very so good. good. It's very good. Yeah. I agree. Um, yeah. Gotham, I'm very interested to see where that last yep. episode goes. Uh, so my understanding is, and I didn't, it's a, I, I, I try not to pay much. attention I'm not, to I'm stuff. Not caught up on that. Uh, oh, I, I won't gonna say, I'm not going to say anything, but my understanding yeah. is Dan, at least that the last episode is disjoint from the things that we've seen previously, right? Indeed. Uh, to the point where, yeah, there are some changes. Uh, yeah, some I casting won't say changes. Too much, but yeah, there's yeah. a, there's at least one major <laughs> casting change, which is, <laughs> an odd choice um, is, I, it, is it ivy again <laughs> no but it's kind of don't tell him yeah don't tell him. it's like kind of in a, we're on in our a, 18th ivy yeah it's in a yeah i don't know so that the reason the reason I'm, i want to bring it up john is that uh so i am playing ivy in the last episode of gotham <laughs> <laughs> a, a, a sweaty a sweaty feverish a sweaty, canadian man well is why do you think <laughs> yeah why do you think i had to lose 10 pounds i mean the camera well, yeah, just adds so right, much weight yeah. so you yeah. can't fit in that outfit yeah, no the, uh, i do the, look good though the stomach flu will do you for that one yeah <laughs> um but i'm i am interested to see how that how they end that especially given the the changes that they've made and just like the 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 format they're taking for it um yeah. it seems like an interesting choice i have long believed that like i think that show is problematic in its ending in that i think because it, it sort of doesn't quite undercut but it kind of undercuts the entire previous thing which is like jim gordon is like the hero of gotham and he's gonna save yeah. gotham and it's like no actually he just fails for like the entire yeah. Yeah. five season run of the show <laughs> yeah and just dear readers to be clear, Dan said that before the first episode aired. It I, was like I just did. It the was whole a long time back. The, the whole premise is failure. Like you must fail. That's the whole thing. Yeah. So yeah, and I, it was always like the whole the success for Jim Gordon is if they don't end up needing Batman. <laughs> right. Yeah, a, yeah, that's it. Right. Like a, tri a tricky position to be in. But I, yeah, I still not, have enjoyed the yeah. last couple seasons of that show a lot, and I've really all the actors have really grown on me in particular, yeah. like Penguin Riddler. Um, oh yeah, they're they're such great. Name them, but they're you know what? Really great, Barbara, who I thought was yeah, they uh, sort of drippy in season one. They were like, you know what? One. Go and chew the scenery. Go for it, and she has, and she's been great. All of them have had a a, a turn to sort of just uh, do a vaudevillian villain moment, and it's <laughs> yeah. it's, yeah. it's been great to watch. So we maybe we'll get a chance to talk about that next week. Uh, of course, we also have end game between now and then which oh, i yeah. imagine we might have some thoughts about i'm going to see yeah. shazam tomorrow morning oh i, heard oh, I was thinking about shazam. That. yeah yeah so that's yeah that's why i decided okay you know i mean i'm not 
I've <laughs> been pretty down on the DC movies, but I heard this one was pretty good, so I'll go see it. I think that's um, a uh, that's a stream for me at some point, but I yeah. will definitely. I was thinking of going. At, uh, I mean, I've watched way too much superhero stuff recently, <laughs> and I didn't want to show up to Shazam, a children's movie, looking like a heroin addict that just needs a place to crash. Um, but, um, but yeah, I do kind of want to see it. So maybe I'll um, see that. Uh, the other thing that I had actually seen at the end of last week and I forgot to mention uh, was the second season of Runaways, um, mm. which I thought was which I thought was good and. Um, I enjoyed the first season. I think the second season might even be better. And definitely the ending of the second season, I think is, is really good. So, um, I've, I've enjoyed that and I'm going to dive into, uh, cloak and dagger second season. Yeah. So. I gotta, I, Oh yeah. I want to start that too. I haven't yeah. finished either runaway or cloak and dagger first seasons. Uh, mm-hmm. cause I, both of them, I started watching with cat and she was like, Oh, I'm not sure I'm into this. I'm like, all right, I should get back to it. And then there's just, there's too much right. other stuff. <laughs> There's yeah. so much stuff. It's ridiculous. Yeah, I still I watched the second episode of Black Lightning season two because I was like, oh, I gotta get back to this, and I was just like, I like this, but it's just not. It's not super yeah. high on my list right now. Right. Yeah. So right. I'm sure I'll get back to it eventually. Yeah, I'm. I'm not caught up on that either. Like I started watching it, and then I stopped. Just I mean, I got like actual yeah. stuff to do, and then I just it was no longer in my con- stream of consciousness. And I just tried something else. And like I just said, I've watched way too much stuff recently. And it's, it's crazy. Um, what does excite me though, is that, uh, with arrow coming to an end next season and we're, there's just so much stuff to talk about. And it's so it's the diversity of all of these weird things is, uh, sort of exciting that we're going to be able to in- enjoy all of this. And have a good time talking about it. I think in a yeah. new in a new format somehow mixing it up. Right. Yeah, probably. Probably we'll probably keep going. <laughs> Maybe not. I don't know. Well, okay. If you don't want to talk to me every week, fine. Guy, we'll oh, yeah, talk do. about it. We don't have to you broadcast it, though, do we? Yeah. yeah, but John, you and I. First of all, it would be like two sailors sitting at the docks talking about superheroes. <laughs> And second of all, there'll be no microphones around and nobody recording it and nobody editing it. <laughs> that's so, okay. We'll still talk about it. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Somebody needs to rein you guys in. Keep you that's, yeah, that's very, very true. Yeah. Uh, speaking of which, we should probably draw this yeah. episode to a conclusion. Um, like I said, we've got three episodes left. We will be back next week to talk about episode 20, which is entitled Confessions. Uh, before we move on to our penultimate episode, which is our uh, our our Springsteen, Springsteen. homage, living proof, uh, yeah. and okay. capping it all off with "You have saved this city," uh, and uh, a, what is sure to be a bittersweet ending, since we do know it's Emily Bettrickard's last episode. So it'll be interesting oh. to see how the last of these, or at least last uh, last re- episode, as a regular. Yeah. Um, so interesting to see how this all develops through there. I do like her with her future hair. Her short haircut looks nice. All of her haircuts look nice. Yeah, I don't know what I'm yeah. saying. <laughs> Everybody looks nice. <laughs> anyway, Everybody looks great. It's I, TV. Uh, they're giving me the <laughs> they're uh, all very attractive people. <laughs> they're giving me the wrap it up signal. Uh, the guy Did standing just the on the other side of my monitor is motioning at me. So I, of course, would like to thank my co-host John Moltz. Thank you so much for being here. <laughs> thank you. You're the best dad a man could ever have. <laughs> that you may may or may not have had. Yeah, best estranged stepdad uh, running a military sure. intelligence agency that a guy could for. <laughs> uh, a guy English, uh, my brother from another mother slash stepfather. Always a pleasure. <laughs> one of you will have to kill the other one, you know. Yeah. Well, you yeah. know what? We are Supernatural fans, so that's, that's true. That's pretty, on, pretty on, on point. Brand. On point. Yeah. Oh, uh, God. When do we tell John that that's what we're making him watch next? Oh, <laughs> shut sorry. up. I, sorry. Whoops. Sorry. I really I'm one, the, uh... I'm one whole episode in. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be a long. It's just, it's just a show where we talk about one episode of Supernatural, but we do it for 15 seasons. Random John, Supernatural. John's going to turn into the Night King before he gets to watch all of those episodes. That's how, that's how long that guy's going to have to live. Uh, readers, thank you so much for following along with our delightful trip transcripts every week you keep us going you are the, the lifeblood in our veins in some sort of weird blood boy scenario i don't really know where i'm going with that one but we appreciate all of your support uh and uh until next time 
keep shooting those arrows. <laughs> <laughs> See you next week. Five seasons in, and we don't have an ending. Like, it was better when we used to sing poorly.